we're taught to acquire things in this society. How do we get things? How do we acquire things? But today's guest always reminds us that we are never taught of what to do when we lose things, when things are lost. And while there are many articles and books that have been published on the subject of grief, um, very little is available on how to deal with it in the workplace. And we're hanging out with Lena Lassiter today uh, here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're going to get right into it right after this in intro. Don't you move. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city mm-hmm, of Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. Thank you so much for all of our live, live viewers that are checking us out on live streaming. Listen, we are on YouTube. Uh, shout out to my sister, uh, my blood sister, Kimberly, who is holding it down on YouTube. There you go. There you go. Uh, and then certainly all across Facebook. Hello, Dr. Jackie, for um, jumping on in and joining us. Listen, can't do it without my mom, Betty. Hey, Betty, thanks for popping in and, and joining us as well. Um, and so thank you, um, Twitter. We appreciate you as well. And all of those that are checking us out in Blog Talk Radio and in any of our podcast uh, stations. Listen, Apple iTunes, you all are the highest listeners. So thank you for uh, hanging out with the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. As we have a goal to motivate excite and influence. And I trust that we're going to be doing that for you today. Listen, this segment is brought to you by the sixth annual pop-up conference for women entrepreneurs that's taking place November. Yep. In November 4th, uh, 5th and 6th, November 4th is for our VIPs only. November 5th and 6th is for all of uh, our registrants. And guess what? Um, our guest today is going to be one of, this, one of the speakers that you'll get to hear. So I'm inviting you a personal invitation. We will be live in person uh, for the sixth annual pop-up conference. Jump over to heygirlhey.biz, not .com, not .org, <laughs> heygirlhey.biz and register today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And shout out to Swag Her Magazine. Some of you may be listening in from um, that outlet, any one of their outlets. Thank you uh, for Swag Her Magazine, always supporting the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And listen, we have uh, all the way in from Wakanda as normal. <laughs> Wendy Lee, uh, Wendy Lee coming on in from Wakanda. We we appreciate you. We appreciate you as well. Yes. And we are on Twitter. So if you're um, hanging out on Twitter, twitter.com slash Charvette is where you can hang out there. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about more about our guest and then bring her up to the mic for this conversation today. Lena Lassiter is a senior manager in corporate America with over 20 years of insurance industry experience. She holds a bachelor's degree in business management with a concentration in leadership and a master's degrees in human services counseling uh, with a cognate in PSTD, trauma and grief. Uh, Lena has earned certifications in advanced grief recovery and crisis 
intervention. Lena is the founder of and president of Forever Healed, which is a 501c3 nonprofit whose vision is to continually help people recover from the impact of death divorce, and other losses. And we're going to get into it uh, today. Hang out with us. I I promise you there is content that is beneficial to you working in corporate America or even as a small business owner. Uh, Without further ado, coming up to the mic now, live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Hey, Lena Lassiter, how you doing? Charvette Mitchell, I'm well. How are you? I am awesome. We are so glad to have you. We see the hearts and the love uh, coming in already uh, from our viewers. And so um, I know that when we mention grief and uh, again, this this specific show is going to be talking about the hidden cost of grief in the workplace. But sometimes, you know, grief, it's not per se one of the sexy topics, you know, that people they that they want to necessarily talk about, but it is so very, um, very needed. And so um, let's talk a little bit about losses, because uh, I think that oftentimes um, we are only thinking maybe one way. Can you share from your perspective and expertise what is defined as a loss? So, Charvette, a loss is anything that we assign value to. Right. So it can be a person. It could be a thing. It could be us. It could be our time. So what happens is when we talk about the term grief and I always say grief is the most misunderstood growth process. And Mm. I think it's a growth process because we learn something as we go through this process. So grief is the end, the end of or change in a familiar pattern. Right. Or behavior. Yeah. So when we hear that definition, Charvette, we quickly realize that grief is not just attributed to somebody dying, right? Right. Typically, when we say the term grief, and the reason why it's so scary and it's so uncomfortable is because when we use the term grief, people immediately think of someone dying. Yeah. But when you think of the definition, the change of or the end of a pattern that's familiar to us, or a behavior that's familiar to us, right? That can be a lot. So that means we can go through a hundred plus losses. Yes, yes. And with this pandemic, like literally all of us have had a change to a normal pattern. So we are, would you agree that we are as a world, my goodness, I was going to say United States, but as a world experiencing collective grief? We are, right? So Mm. if you think about it, I would drive to work the same way every day, get up at a certain time, maybe fix my hair, brush my teeth, right? Those are normal behaviors to us. And now some people are working remotely, Charvette. They're not driving into an an office, right? Right. That familiar pattern has changed. So people don't even realize that it's grief. It's it's a loss to us because those things are valuable to us. You know, so something as simple as driving to work, you know, people aren't doing that any longer. So it's a loss going into an office. And appears, right? So we are, we're grieving. We're grieving as a nation. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And um, and I think that's so important. And I think this topic is timely about the hidden cost of grief in the workplace, because there are, you know, we're coming up on the time where, where companies are saying, OK, come back if they haven't said already, um, come back. And we know that a lot of um, our listeners are entrepreneurs, dualpreneurs. So they work full time and also run their businesses and nonprofits on the side. Yeah. Um some are not going back. Some companies have made a decision that, yeah, we're not bringing you back into a building. You want to work from home. Then there's the thing with the vaccine. And so some, you know, people, certain sets of people feel like their freedom is being taken and all of that is coming up. Um, and then we still have to do jobs and have families and raise kids. Which is why, Shavet, this is so important. And I truly thank you for the platform to even have a conversation, you know, around mm-hmm. in the workplace. Because we have to feel comfortable talking about it. Mm-hmm. We have to also feel comfortable not talking about it. And I'll dive into that a little bit later. I see your face like, oh, where's your going? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but Listen, I, man, and, you, and you know if Wendy Lee is here, it's going to be something comical. So she said, grief is sexy. I get to lay on the lucky, lucky man's shoulders. <laughs> there there you go. There you go. Always helping us lighten uh, lighten. Love you, Wendy. Uh, yeah, and welcome to all those that are popping in and checking out the Charvette Mitchell radio show. We are here with our guest, uh, Lena Lassiter, uh, founder of Forever Healed, uh, and can help you with any kind of grief, loss, recovery. That's all the stuff we're talking about tonight. And I realize and I recognize that there are going to be a lot of people in the replay um, or a lot of people that are listening that may not comment because you might just again, be feeling some type of way. Uh, so I know that this show has, um, has impact packed in it. So, um, and I love that you, you, you gave out some information. You said the total cost of employee grief taxes, us employers more than 75 to a hundred billion annually. Billion, Charvette. And when those figures were adjusted in 2017 and I haven't gotten an update Imagine what it is in 2021, but in 2017, that total actually had gone up to 75 to 100 billion annually. Wow. Yeah. Um, And the reason why it's called the hidden cost of grief in the workplace is because some numbers aren't even factored into that number. So, for example, the Council of Alcoholism, they estimate that alcohol abuse um, contributes to in excess of $276 billion. Mm. It taxes mm-hmm. employers yearly. Now, when they took surveys, right? So again, people are trying to cope. They, mm-hmm. you know, these, these are their coping behaviors. So I'm going to drink to try to mask my pain, right? Mm-hmm. So when they surveyed these individuals to see why they were drinking or why they were out of work, they were all related to the loss of a loved one, mm. they had gone through a divorce, or a breakup. Wow. So that ties to grief. It, it ties, ties to, to loss. It ties to grief and loss. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So imagine if you factored in, you know, people who are out because they are trying to cope, whether it's drinking mm-hmm. or abusing or whatever it is, right? So those numbers mm-hmm. don't even factor into the hundred billion. 
Woo. Okay. So where do we, how do we even start this conversation? Where do, where do we want to, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the people that are grieving and having to work? And do we want to start with those that are in management position and how do they help them? Where do we want to start this conversation? Do you mind if I just jump in real quick to, to talk about how, yes. why this is so important to me? Yes. So I want to just share. And I want to say to everyone who's listening, watching the replay, this is not to knock my past employer. Okay, because they yeah. were not educated. And at that time, Chavette, I didn't even know what I was going through. I couldn't even articulate what was happening. Mm -hmm. um, but once I was educated and understood I was grieving, I realized that this is what we needed in corporate. So let's start there. And yeah. then we can just jump from, um, from, from that point. So in 2007, um, my uncle was murdered. Mm -hmm. September 3rd, 2007, Charvette. And... Mm -hmm. My mother had me at the age of 15. So we were six months apart. So my grandmother and my mother were pregnant at the same time. So his name was Keith. So on September 3rd, 2007, Keith was stabbed to death. So when I got the phone call, I couldn't even, Charvette, under, comprehend what they were saying to me. Like I just mm -hmm. couldn't believe that he was murdered. Now, at the same time, I had started a new role. So I hadn't been in this role maybe maybe nine months, right? So um, to go to my employer and say, hey, my uncle has been, you know, I didn't want to even talk about him being murdered. My uncle passed right. away. Um, and because he was a, an uncle, so he wasn't an immediate family member per the guidelines and the requirement of the business. Mm -hmm. right? Which is most companies are right. defined it that way. Yeah. Right. Because how many of us have so many aunts and so many uncles, right? And you're taking this bereavement time. However, he was my brother. To me, he was my brother. So yeah. one thing that um, employers have to recognize is that you can't put a value, Charvette, on an individual's feelings towards another based on the relationship on the family tree. Mm, that's good. So, so I want to start there. Mm -hmm. Even that relationship on that family tree, that's all it is. It's just names listed on this tree. But every relationship is unique and individual. So our losses, the way we grieve, is going to be unique and individual. And on that family tree, that it may say my mom, mm -hmm. but my loss may be me and my mom don't really have a great relationship. It may be a loss of expectation. Right. So catering yeah. to me because it's my mom, but I had a closer relationship with my brother who you are viewing as my uncle. Mm. But no one asked me about him. No one asked me about our relationship. There was no call. There were no flowers. There was no call. Mm. And the one thing that resonated with me was I was asked, when was I coming back to work? So just get out. All we want to know is when you're going to be back, back making the widgets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I had also gone through other losses in 2007, like gone through a divorce and just other things that had happened. And I really felt like I was going to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. There were times, you know, for those of you who are who are listening, um, I didn't know how I made it to work. Sometimes I could not concentrate. I couldn't focus. I started losing weight. Mm. I bet I did not realize that it was grief. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it it was grief, right? 
So, um, and, and also different cultures will grieve differently. Yeah. And in the workplace, you've got a combination of a lot of different, a lot of different cultures. Um, wow. This is, listen, we're getting listener comments. Thank you so much, listeners Thank and viewers. Thank you, Angela. Said this is great. So true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're talking about if you just popped in and someone shared this with you, we're talking about the hidden cost of grief in the workplace, corporate America. And I want you as you're here viewing and listening, I want you to have two hats on corporate America. But then also, if you are a small business owner, you might you will be having if you don't already have employees, contractors. So this this plays both sides. So I want you to have both hats on. So right. Yeah. So you had this personal experience that ignited like, OK, and something has to be adjusted. Something has to change, Charvette, right? So um, and, and again, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as yeah. leaders, as colleagues, we have to understand, again, different cultures will, will breathe differently. Some I don't want to put everybody yeah. in the box um, because some cultures, grandma raising the kids, you have auntie and uncles in the, in the household. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're not these distant relatives. And I think we're uncomfortable asking the questions because, as you said earlier, Shavet, we're not taught how to lose things. We're taught how to acquire things. Right. So we're mm -hmm. not comfortable asking about the uncle who passed away. So mm -hmm. I want to help you business owners and you leaders who are watching, ask them about the person. If the loss was, you know, someone who passed away and some of you may say, OK, Lena, how do I do that? So if Charvette came to me and said that mm -hmm. someone passed away, right? And I can mm -hmm. say, oh, Charvette, wow. You know, sometimes an aunt, or, an aunt or uncle is just like having a second set of parents, right? So what yeah. are you going to miss the most about your aunt? Oh, that's that's a good way to do it. What are you going to miss the most? Not try to come up with a whole bunch of just let them reflect yeah. on the good things. Oh, this is this is so good. I hope you all are taking notes. Yeah. Let me just capture this comment um, from Roxanne. Thank you, Roxanne. She said, I can relate to your story. Not sure how I made it through um, the day back then. Thank you. Thank you, Roxanne. Thank Absolutely. You, Roxanne. And Kim is saying great. Kimberly is saying great, great uh, counsel over there on uh, YouTube. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you so much. And Dr. Thank Jackie you, Dr. as Jackie. well, who's uh, in the same you, kind of field. Dr. Yeah, that Dr. you all Jackie are. Dr. together on the coalition board. Um, and we go way back on the mission field. And we actually trained some classes together. Dr. Jackie, much respect. Thank you for joining in. Absolutely. Um, you know, so, so, ask them, so that's great. Any other tips or, so you know, one or two other things, aunt, right? Um, well, what was she like? What was he mm. like? So again, getting them to just talk about that individual. And now you as a leader, as a peer, as a colleague can kind of gauge that relationship. Right. Mm. And just allowing them to talk. And how how does that make someone feel? Oh, they care enough to ask me, you know, what am I going to miss most about this individual? Yeah. So like some of your listeners are saying, you know, so again, Charvette, some days just didn't know, you know, how I made it to work. I couldn't remember simple things. Um, and, you know, subconsciously, right. I told you I was mm -hmm. adding holes to my belt cause I was just losing weight, not understanding like what was truly going on. Um, but as a result of that, that employer and I decided to part ways, but I mm -hmm. tell you that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Wow. That was the best thing because I was able to take a step back, reflect, process my grief. And I was mm -hmm. able to heal. So I'm grateful, Chavette, for that experience because 
it fueled the passion to educate leaders and organizations on the hidden cost of grief in the workplace, right? So while yeah. that experience was uncomfortable, it produced so many blessings in my life, you know, to include understanding my purpose. Yeah. Understanding that hidden gifts that needed to be nurtured and matured and shared with others, like we're doing tonight. Yes. Um, yeah. Suicide, right? Yeah. At some point, seemed like a valuable option at the time when I was grieving mm-hmm. and, and my, my employees just didn't seem compassionate, didn't show mm-hmm. empathy, right? Just the lack of actions. Um, and that understanding too, when you have an associate who may have lost someone due to homicide, they actually go through judicial grief. And y'all oh, probably been, what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, drop the nuggets, drop the nuggets. What is that? We have to go to court hearings. We have to write witness statements. We have to watch videos of what happened if they have video footage. We have to see photos of our loved ones um, in that state. We are contacted every year when that person is up for parole. Mm. Um, so all these things can trigger. And I'm sharing this with you, with you leaders, because you may have someone on your team who has lost someone as a result of homicide. And we have to be aware of these things. Right. So when they go to court, it's going yes. to trigger. And then yeah. sometimes they get upset because if if they feel like the person didn't, didn't get enough time, it's going to trigger. Yeah. So that judicial grief um, triggering Charvet. Wow. And let me capture another comment here by Angela. Everyone can benefit, especially uh, death conversations can be so awkward. Everyone's always, uh, always puts a Band-Aid on it. And um, you're in my thoughts and prayers. Good, good advice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That replaying of the the loss. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. Sharon, uh, absolutely. Replaying, replaying the loss. And, the loss. So, and so now, again, with, you know, certainly death, that is one of the paramount griefs that we, um, that people are all experiencing. And so this change uh, from the norm, this, this pandemic, which has completely changed how people are working and all of that um, sensitivity around people that are trying to juggle it. What do you, what guidance do you have around that for employers and leaders? So, um, you know, like I said before, grief is misunderstood. Why is it misunderstood? Because we have been given so much misinformation, Charvette, from an early age on how to deal with grief. Right. So um, some of you have heard me say this before in the past, we are taught how to eat. We are taught how to replace and we are taught how to get over it. Mm-hmm. So again, how to acquire things and not taught how what to do when, when we lose these things, right? So, um, and then we start acting like grief is just this negative thing, this this scary thing, right? Yeah. And clients who also said to me, Well, I don't want to feel sad. Well, I'm not asking you to feel sad. We just need to go through this process. So education is key, Charvet, and being empathetic to our associates and even knowing what to say, right? So understanding what grief is, what it's not, understanding what to say and what not to say. So here are some things that, that we're not going to say. And these things have been said by employers. Get over it. Oh, right. Um, they're in a better place. I know how you feel. We don't know how individuals feel because yeah. again, every relationship is unique and individual. Every loss is unique and individual. What's valuable to you, Charvette, may not be valuable to me and vice versa. 
So stop telling people, you know, how they feel. Yeah. So what do we say? I can't imagine what that must be like. How are you coping? Because mm -hmm. that's what you want to know from your employee, from your employees. How are they coping? Yeah. Are they drinking? Is it substance abuse? Are they not sleeping? And how are we going to know if we're afraid to ask the questions? So oh. I, I can't imagine how you must be feeling. How mm -hmm. are you coping? Uh, wait a minute. Hold, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Viewers, listeners, um, you can hear the expertise and the guidance. I, I'm, I'm stopping her. She, she, she's ready to go. I'm listen. Forever healed. Alina Lassiter, connect with her. Bring her into your. Bring forever healed to your organization. You do corporate trainings. You can come into corporations and businesses and train them on how to yeah. do this. What's the best way for them to contact you for that? So they can reach out to us at www.foreverheal.com. That's the best way to reach out to us. And then you can request um, a consultation with us and we can actually tailor any training to the needs of your group. So we do a um, grief and wellness program. We, and we, we talk about the different types of grief. We even talk about different cultures, how they grieve. We do role play. So we can tailor these um, trainings to best meet your needs. All right. Wonderful. And I do want to want to honor this comment um, from Roxanne. My story was it was my cousin who was like a brother. So similar, Lena, to what you were saying about your uncle being like a brother. Brother, I ended up taking two years to recover. We had the judicial experience when the murderers were on the stand. I was in no condition to attend any court hearing. So thank okay. you, um, thank Roxanne, you. for sharing, for being willing to share that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so small business owners, anything that because corporations, there's you know, there's a lot of layers and a lot of levels. Um, and we have a lot of small business owners um, that listen and watch the show. Anything in particular, anything specific you might say to a smaller business? Sure. And I think this can be applicable across the board. So I just want to give everyone just some quick tips, Charvette. So um, we know what not to say. Right. So we, we, we learned that. I do want to say this. Um, when we say things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. I just want to say um, I don't necessarily agree with that. We have mm -hmm. to find meaning in every situation. And mm -hmm. I like how Oprah Winfrey put it. She said, turn your wounds into wisdom. Oh, that's good. So how do we help our, our, uh, our employees? So with benefits, right? So health benefits, mental health services, counseling services, EAP. Um, some companies have even added Charbet miscarriages to their bereavement time. Oh, good. As, you know, miscarriages as a loss. So I think we, we're getting better. Um, mm -hmm. Wellness and empathy training. So to your point, how do I approach this, you know, associate with compassion? So grief, wellness and empathy training. So we we train those classes. Flex time, y'all. Yes. So they just need to work work from home. Right. In a, in, in, a, in a private space so that they can have their private time. So in cases like mine and the beautiful guest mm -hmm. to share her story, right? Going yeah. through judicial grief. Sometimes you just need that, that personal time and also allowing flex time. Um, mm -hmm. Be available. Let them know that you are available and talk and share and, and you know, share words of encouragement. And don't just say, y'all, I'm here if you need me. Be available. If the law yeah. comes to a death, Remember them after the funeral. Remember them after the two weeks. Send cards, send meaningful gifts on holidays, right? Yeah. 
reassign um, Charvet certain projects, right? Reassign certain projects mm -hmm. and the griever is ready to focus on the work. Because remember, the griever is going to have loss of concentration. They're not going to be able to focus. So it may help you to just reassign certain projects until they're ready. And it usually takes months before that person is able to gain productivity. Yes. And so this is where I think the small business owners, and again, listen with the ear of whether you have employees now, part-time contractors, I feel that small business owners, this is where we really have some leverage because although you might say, well, I'm, I'm not at the place of offering health benefits, but you can offer flex time. Right. You can send cards. You can be more um, personable in these time periods, which, which, uh, so I just want to make sure we're, we're kind of thinking through that. Oh my goodness. Um, how can they connect with you on social media and forever healed? So we are forever healed on, uh, Facebook and Instagram and we're, um, for the number four ever healed on Twitter. So you can follow us there. All right. Wonderful. And I have tagged in all of those places. Uh, so that's a great connection point. And if you're um, not sure about any of that and you're like, I missed it, just go to Charvette.com um, and you'll see a great blog post with Lena's beautiful face and her bio and her connection points are there at Charvette.com. Listen, um, Wendy Lee, comedian Wendy Lee is saying, I'm grieving the loss of quiet because my neighbors are a new kind of no noisy, nosy. neighbors. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there, which to her point, even though comical, a lot of different kind of losses. I mean, we saw over the pandemic and while our time is is winding up, um, you know, the loss of people not being able to have big weddings, you know, not being able to have graduations or those types of gatherings. We're coming, you know, coming around to a, a different space in that. But there's probably still some repercussion to that. Some people like the work from home. Some people don't like the work from home. And Absolutely. so, there, you know, there's grief on both sides. Some people are grieving. I have a friend who had to go back in the office uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, work from home Monday and Friday. And it was like a grieving process of all of this time. And they have over an hour commute both wow. ways that they have not had to have. And now going back into the, it really was like, I got to get my mind right. I'm like grieving this flexibility that I have lost. And so wow. lots of impacts, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, we're excited to have you as a speaker at the sixth annual um, yes, conference. Um, yes. And you'll be tag teaming with uh, a Dr. Uh, Jackie, Dr. Jackie Maxwell, who's hanging out with us here. Um, and so we're excited that you'll be a part of that. And and you are um, one of the contributing authors for my new book collaboration, yes. Pursue, uh, which uh, will jump off with pre-orders tomorrow. So um, we'll have that available. And so certainly we're excited that you've, you've been embedded in, in all of those things, but more importantly, that you bring such richness to these conversations and so such openness. Please tell listeners and viewers um, about your weekly broadcast and live stream that you have so they can plug into that. So we go live twice a month. So the second and fourth Monday of each month. And we just address different topics of grief. So every month we have a different theme. So this month we talked about grief and hoarding. You know, so next month we'll have a different topic. We're going to even talk about hair loss because people want us to do us. You know, that's that's a loss, right? So yeah. we're going to talk about hair loss. So join us on uh, Facebook Live at Forever Heal. We're on LinkedIn Live and on YouTube Live at Forever Heal. So second and fourth um, Mondays of every month. 
Wonderful. And you can go back and binge watch and Netflix and chill. Uh, if you're just finding out about Forever Heal, really such, you bring in so many great experts and such a great conversation. Again, maybe not the sexiest topic, but the, a very impactful, uh, impactful topic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. 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 All right. The last question I have you, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. So what continues to motivate me is just, I'm going to say this, the one constant thing that um, we bring to every experience is ourselves, right? So we want to be the best that we can be. And that means being healed and whole in every area of our lives. So Charvette, what motivates me is to pursue (laughs) (laughs) um, my healing mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and socially. Mm. So well said. So well said. And final comment I will capture from a viewer. Sharon says, this has been an informative and sensitive subject that many corporations and organizations need to embrace. Thank you so much, ladies. Absolutely. I concur. Um, Forward this to your managers, forward or just send, hey, send them to foreverheal.com. I forgot, dot com, dot work. Okay. <laughs> Forever healed. Send them there, even if it's just a, you know, hey, I think this might be something beneficial for our HR team or the management team um, to, you know, check into and to look into. So thank you, Ms. Lena Lassiter, for popping in. Thank you for having me. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you for this platform. Absolutely. Honor. To do. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, ladies and the gentlemen that may be watching, um, thank you so much for popping in and just staying in here with us um, as we continue to bring you amazing guests and amazing shows. If you're brand spanking new to me and you're saying, I don't even know who you are. Um, Charvette.com, which is where all of our shows, all of the past videos and upcoming guests are hanging out there. There's an about page you can find out about me. But in a nutshell, I'm an online marketing strategist and I'm really focused on the visibility and marketing of clients, small business owners. But guess what? Topics like this help actually are a marketing, let me, are a marketing tool because if you're going to be hiring, um, employees and contractors and you have some of this built into your benefits that is a marketing tool for you so see how see how i tied that in see how i tied that in thank you for everyone that's that hung out thank you my mom said great show thank you betty jean stanley mitchell uh for being here and it's going to be a wrap share this uh broadcast with someone that um again you think should benefit from it and connect with forever healed until we meet again on the web bye Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.